From architecture to painting and sculpture, literature to live music and theater, Radio 111 presents Bonnie G and Brian Mendoza with The Desert Scene, your connection to culture and entertainment in the desert cities. Here's Bonnie and Brian. Hey, welcome to a special episode of The Desert Scene where we talk about underrated artists. Woo-hoo! Oh, this one was... I had fun with this one because for me it was... I just like to appreciate artists that no one talks about enough. That's how I'll define underrated as artists, actors, ra- um, singers, and writers even, that are not appreciated enough and that need to get more work or need to be rewarded more for their work. Mm-hmm. That's how I see it. Yeah. But why don't you start us off, Bonnie, with yours? Well, this and this was some of this was a little harder for me um, than overrated. Um, and some of them... Well, I don't know. Okay. Underrated actor. Uh, I, I just really like him, and I think he's gotten some, you know, kudos, but is Jake Gyllenhaal. I just think he's fabulous, like Brokeback Mountain, of course, and I just think he's he's just a really um, intense, real actor, and I just... You know, I don't. you don't hear as much about him as you do about some other people, and I just really think he's fabulous. You know, it's funny. You bring up... Uh, Brokeback Mountain and everyone brings up Heath Ledger you know he's right and Heath Ledger rightfully they were both fabulous yeah fabulous in that movie and but I think that Jake Gyllenhaal really sold a lot of the emotional moments Mm -hmm. because uh, for those of you who haven't seen the movie in a while spoiler alert his Mm -hmm. character is the one that passes away Mm -hmm. and so when you watch the movie you cry and you don't cry because of the jacket being held you're crying because you're missing the character that Mm -hmm. Jake Gyllenhaal plays and I feel also that Jake Gyllenhaal is one of those actors that is very transformative when he's given the chance. Like uh, like Nocturner Animals and Nightcrawler. He plays these really like different roles. Uh, he's really evil and manipulative in Nightcrawler. Mm-hmm. So it's like I can see why he didn't get nominated because it's a type of unpleasant role. And sometimes that colors the nomination. Yeah. Yeah. And certainly. And I like the fact that with... Even the Marvel movie he was in, Spider-Man Far From Home, where he played a character named Mysterio, who's like this illusionist. I like the fact that he brought a certain, not only humor, but seriousness to the role. Because you could just easily like laugh at the fact that you're playing a character with a fish bowl on their head. Could you be very superficial? Yeah. Yeah. Very superficial, but also like, you know, you can laugh at it. Yeah. But he makes you laugh with it, if mm-hmm. anything. And so very, I mean, he's one of those actors, I think, who doesn't always play himself and some some kind of do but yeah. he he doesn't and yeah. i certainly think that we tend to praise actors with uh so much that we sometimes forget they do play themselves like Catherine hepburn plays herself a lot in movies Pretty much, yeah but yeah. we always talk about how great she is but someone like jake gyllenhaal he really hides himself to the point that, disappears into the role yeah and i think that's caught and it, the sad thing is i've seen a lot of actors who you know they transform so much that people forget about them mm-hmm. like you go see like um nightcrawler and you forget that that's him mm-hmm. so you sometimes fail to acknowledge that and also the fact that he is a very attractive actor that's not afraid to get ugly or to put himself in places that attractive actors don't put them well i mean because when brokeback mountain came out that was huge that was a big sort of uh, uh taboo breaker i mean at the time that was considered very kind of uh 
almost scandalous that they were having this movie about these two, you know, gay cowboys. And people were like, wow. So that was a risk on, on both of their parts for Heath Ledger and for them to take at the time. And it's funny thing you said risk because Jake Gyllenhaal's career could have easily been destroyed Tanked by that movie. from after that, yeah. And it, I'm so glad that history has shown Brokeback Mountain to be at this point, like a classic of like romantic cinema because it is a beautiful movie and it's about to be 20 years and about and broke some ba- broke some barriers. And I think which which was good. It's a good thing. And I think in hindsight, Brokeback Mountain is still an underrated movie, in my opinion. Very well done. Because yeah. it didn't win Best Picture. But I think that when I was looking back at it, I'm like. This movie should have sweeped the Oscars like Titanic did. Like they were both romantic movies that were just beautiful. But I wanted to also get into my own yes, please do. underrated actor, Willem Dafoe. Oh, he's fabulous. Yes. You know, Willem Dafoe, he's famous for playing like the Green Goblin. He's famous for playing Jesus Christ in The Last Temptation of Christ. You know, I think the reason why he doesn't get a lot of acknowledgement for his depiction of Jesus is because I don't know if you remember like the controversy that movie had to the point that even a theater was bombed. Mm -hmm. Willem Dafoe is one of those actors that he is so charismatic and again, transformative. He like really becomes that part. But I also think that people associate certain roles of him as being really campy because he goes all the way without seeing like the real craft that he puts into it. Like the Green Goblin, like they hear the laugh and they're like, Mm -hmm. well, that's it. No, no, certainly not. It's not just that, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And I want I was going to say, have you. Do you have a, pr- a favorite Willem Dafoe part or anything like that? See, I'm, I'm, try- I'm trying to remember. I knew you were going to ask me. I mean, I love him. Can, I, can you just throw out a couple other movies he did? I just, my mind's going blank. I know I've seen him in several things. He, I just can't remember right now. He played a biker in The Loveless. He was also Sergeant e- Elias Gordon in Platoon. Okay, Platoon. Yes, Platoon. I saw him in that. You know, the funny thing is people forget he's in Platoon, but he's on the poster. Like that mm-hmm. famous like shot yeah. that I'm imitating mm-hmm. <laughs> that no one can see. He also played Max Shrek in shadow of the vampire the okay. guy who played nosferatu okay and he got nominated for one for two oscars i think it, that would be the second one yeah and he's always good in everything he does yeah so I yeah, yeah absolutely and he also did a movie called uh the fault in our stars where he played an author uh, an author who's kind of a isolated guy because the main character is kind of upset with him mm-hmm. he's isolated but at the end he kind of turns out to be a pretty cool guy okay so i was going to say What's your next on your list? Um, well, actress, underrated. I, I just adore her. And same thing. It's not that she doesn't get, is Jessica Lange. I mean, oh, I think yes. Jessica Lange is, I mean, Francis. If you've ever seen the movie, did you see Francis? Yes, I love that movie. She is Oh, great. my goodness. And I think it was, I remember that. I think it was the same year. I was surprised. That same year she did Tootsie, and she was nominated for Tootsie, supporting the actors. I think she might even win. But she was, I don't think she was nominated for Francis. And I was like, what are you, are you crazy? Because she was phenomenal in that. I thought. You know, the funny thing is, like, I hear a lot about her work recently with um, American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. And I think that her work on there is, you know, I think it's great. Don't get me but wrong. But she did so many great movies. Oh, my gosh. And the one with, um, where she's the football player's wife with, um, uh, who are the two brothers? Uh, the one that was married to Meg Ryan. What is his oh, name? Oh, I don't remember. The guy like... that was married to Meg Ryan. <laughs> They're divorced now. No, I'm trying to. Th- I'm uh, trying to remember that one. I can't think of his name right now. But I also was going to say there's another movie called that he that she did that everybody kind of forgets that, you know she she won Best Actress for it Blue Sky. That's 
The, was that Blue Sky? That's yes. That was the one I was thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> oh, perfect. We were hitting. Yeah, yeah, we were yeah. similar, but she was wonderful in that. Wonderful. And I even think that her performance in Tootsie doesn't get. It got not a one best supporting actress. Uh, just to clarify, with Frances, she was nominated, but didn't win. She okay. didn't win. She was nominated. She should have won. I think. I, I think in the case Amazing of like, I think in the case of like Tootsie, she gives such a wonderful performance because it's not trying to, kind of low key. It's low it's, key. Yeah. And you know, I was telling someone the other day. I was remember I was telling my mom when we were talking about the movie Roma. And the and Yalitza Paricio, who I think is underrated too, but I need to see more. She hasn't been in enough work. I think she's just underutilized. So that's another one for the list. But Yalitza, she didn't scream or do any big dramatic scenes. Mm -hmm. And so I told my mom, you know, I think it's a stereotype in Hollywood that actresses have to scream their heads off. To cry or sob or die or whatever. Yeah. To be nominated. So Jessica Lange to give such a sweet performance. It, it's wonderful and I think it's absolutely amazing and for me in terms of like um, underrated actresses on my end Cicely Tyson oh yes Cicely Tyson I think it's just simply that she doesn't get mentioned a lot we mentioned like Marilyn Monroe we mentioned like Betty Davis Catherine Hepburn um, last episode we mentioned Mary Tyler Moore a lot of great actresses uh, classic actresses but Cicely Tyson doesn't get the same amount of like respect or in my opinion, like coverage until mm-hmm. recently she died. And yeah. it's like, and then she got all of it. Yeah. And yeah. I even have an autographed copy of her book. So I'm like, I'm a big fan of Cicely Tyson. I loved her. Absolutely. In, I agree. Uh, Roots. And I think I especially loved her in the autobiography of uh, Miss Jane Pittman, where she plays a slave that gets to live to drink off of a uh, white's only fountain. Yes. It, yes. Yeah. Beautiful scene. Mm-hmm. But what's another art- underrated artist for on your end? Um, so uh, a female singer, uh, and again, I just think p- partly it's because I think it's, some people aren't familiar with her is Linda Etter. I uh, mean, Linda yes. Etter, if, to me, I mean, she is, there, I have a couple of them, but I'm a singer, my vocal idol. If I could sound like Linda Etter, I would just be thrilled. To, I mean, it's just, she started in the original Broadway show, Jekyll and Hyde. She was a female lead in that and she's done many albums. And I did see her live at the McCallum a few years back. Just phenomenal. I mean, she, she had she, her instrument. She has this beautiful instrument, but she also, who were you talking about? One bit soul. She puts soul in it. Every song that she does, you feel the emotion. It's not just technically beautiful. It's And, and she did the Christmas album I have of hers, CD of hers. Um, she does an arrangement of Silent Night that's around. It's a choral round, and she has this chord. I mean, uh, just, it gives me chills. Every Christmas I put that on and crank it up. It's the most beautiful rendition of Silent Night I've ever heard in my life. You know, I haven't listened to that, but I I really admired her work on Jekyll and Hyde because it's one of those things where the musical, first of all, the musical doesn't get enough respect for Mm -hmm. what it does, Mm -hmm. especially considering that, like, Linda Etter has really become, you know, you know, resp- more respected now, but I think people, if more people know who she is, she'd get as much love as Kristen Chenoweth mm-hmm. and various artists like that who are so beloved in the Broadway world that we tend to forget about people like Linda e- uh, L- Linda Etter. I was going to say Linda Evans, yeah. but Linda Etter is brilliant, and I think she is wonderful. Um, for me, an underrated singer, because I did actually have one, Mama Cass. She was a good singer. She was. She was yeah. a great singer. I think that in hindsight, like, I always feel really bad about, like, how 
her life has sort of became a little bit of a joke because of that horrible rumor, if you know what I mean. She choked on a chicken sandwich or whatever Yeah, yeah. and the fact that, like, everyone associates her with just, like, the mamas and the papas. Being heavy and, yeah. Like, the big girl from that group. And it's like, no, she was like, she carried that group. If you took her out, that group is nothing. No, she she really, uh, yeah, very, very good voice. Absolutely. And for underrated singer well i was gonna say male singer but he's more of like a male artist ringo star everyone mocks ringo star well he's not <laughs> his vo- he's not the best singer in the world well, yeah certainly yeah. more of a b- closer to bob dylan than yeah. john lennon oh, but i'd far rather listen to ringo star <laughs> than bob dylan but uh yeah he's not um but he's yeah he he cranked out a lot of hits and um i like him i mean i just like his I, I don't know him, but his his persona seems like a really interesting guy. And I also think that his contributions to the Beatles often get underrated. Like underrated yeah. because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, John Lennon and Paul McCartney, you know, towards the end, there's a reason why those two ultimately split because of the fact that like eventually it became like a two person group. Two competition, yeah. But yeah. But in the beginning of the band, Ringo Starr, you know... not well, You had to have him. You had to have Ringo. Yeah. Yeah. And Ringo yeah. Starr, you know, they always joke that he wasn't even the best for the Beatles, but it's like, no, there's a reason why, like, most of the great stuff had Ringo in yeah. it, as opposed to, like, Pete Best. Well, and he gave... And just, and just his name. I mean, he just gave... Added this element to the Beatles that I just think was part of what made them special. Yeah. And also... Yeah. Quite frankly, he's probably like the the nicest person in the Beatles. You know, quite comes across that way. Yeah, comes across across that way. way. Yeah. Did you have any male singers on? Well, you know, and this was hard for me, and I had to kind of look this up. And um, I wasn't as familiar with him as I thought. I had to look some some stuff. He was from the fifties. His name was Sonny James. Oh yeah. And he did songs like Running Bear, I'll Never Find Another You. But he was he was really good. And you don't hear about him that much. I'll Never Find Another You is one of my favorite songs, and that one's actually a really good one. Mm So I'm glad you mentioned that one. I also. A couple other ones I had would be Jill Clayburgh, who did An oh, Unmarried yes, Woman. Yes, I loved her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And great movie. And gr- that was a great movie. And honestly, looking back, I'm like, why isn't she as famous as Meryl Streep? Like, mm-hmm. she deserves that same amount of fame. Well, she passed away, um, but, from, I think, from cancer or something. Oh, yeah. but, but no, Certainly, but like, I, I feel like... No, I agree. Like, over the years, she should have gotten as much mm-hmm. fame. And mm-hmm. I would even include other people like Sylvia Pinad, who is a Mexican actress that you might not be familiar with. I'm not with. that familiar with her now. Yeah, but I think she's underrated and should mm-hmm. have come to America. But um, in terms of um, actors of color, Anthony Quinn is not... Mm, uh, yeah. He's famous for Lawrence of Arabia and famous for like playing like very ethnic roles in movies. And mm-hmm. he is like, you know, Latino. He's Mexican. Mm-hmm. But I love his acting. I think he is such an amazing yeah. actor. Was, yeah. But he's always been he always got stuck playing stereotypes like Rita Moreno. Rita yeah. Moreno and him. Oh, wonderful what a talent. What a talent. Yeah. T- talented actors who got stuck playing ethnic roles. Mm-hmm. And then finally, Ming Na Wen. Ming Na Wen. And what tell me what She's done um she's the done. Joyla Club. Okay. She, okay. she did she also did the voice of Mulan. Okay. She is one of those people that you don't know her enough, but she should have been a big star in Hollywood because of how talented she mm-hmm, is. Mm-hmm. But I love doing these. It's fun. I was going to yeah. say, did you have any more? Or no, that was of- it. That's it. That's my list. <laughs> we should come up with another one because I feel like in the, I think in a lot of ways, there are so many underrated voices yeah. and artists out there. Yeah. We'll, we'll, do, we'll do some more of these kinds of, kinds of shows. They're really fun. To just remember all these folks. All right. Thank you, Brian. 
Thank you, Bonnie. We'll see you next time on The Desert Scene.